So we're going to take the function f of x equals the square root of x plus 1, and we're going to find the slope of the tangent line as a function of any x. So the slope of the tangent line, we only have one definition right now, and that's the limit. The limit as h goes to 0 of f of x plus h minus f of x all over h. So that's the limit as h goes to 0. f of x plus h. f of x is the square root of your input plus 1. So we have the square root of our input plus 1. And then we have minus, again, the square root of input plus 1. And this time the input is just x. And we have all over h. And I want to simplify that. If I plug in 0 for h to try to evaluate the limit, I'm going to get 0 over 0 indeterminate. So I have to do something else. This time I want to leave the general x in here. I'm not going to put in 3 or 0 or negative 1 or anything like that. So it's going to be a little more complicated, but we just need to keep track of everything. So I'm going to leave the x in there the way it is. And what I want to do is maybe rewrite it so I don't have these radicals in the numerator anymore. I don't want square roots in the numerator, so I'm going to rationalize the numerator. And that means multiply by the conjugate. And instead of a minus, I put a plus. But otherwise, the terms look identical. And then I have to make sure that I do the same on the bottom so that I'm really only multiplying by 1. So I'm rationalizing the numerator. And it looks ugly because I have x and h. Now to simplify, I'm just going to FOIL. And we're getting the hang of this. So we can see that this square root times this square root, they're identical inside. So when you square a square root, you get what's inside. So our slope of the tangent line is just the square root times the square root gives us the insides. And then we have plus the square root of x plus 1 times the square root of x plus 1 plus h. So that thing, we could write it. But because of the way we've set this up, we have the same term here except negative. So we have a positive and a negative. So the middle terms will add up to 0. So I'm not going to write it this time. The positive and the negative will add up to 0. Then I have minus times pos- negative times positive is negative. Square root of x plus 1 times itself. Very important that I put those parentheses there. Can you see why? When you take a square root times itself, you get what's inside. And x plus 1, you normally wouldn't need parentheses on, except there's a negative in front. So make sure you put the parentheses on this. And then that's all over h times all this stuff. So we have to rewrite it. It'll clean up, though, as soon as we evaluate the limit. And I'm going to clean up the numerator first. I'm going to distribute the negative through. Limit. h goes to 0. x minus x is 0. And then I have a negative 1 and a positive 1 is also 0. So again, you may be noticing a pattern here. We have just h in the numerator. Don't always count on that, but that often happens. h in the numerator and then h in the denominator. Then all this other stuff. And this is multiplied 
So it's like saying one times one over this denominator. So now, now I'm not going to have zero in the numerator anymore, am I? Because the H is canceled. So I'm going to have one in the numerator when I evaluate the limit. So I will no longer have zero over zero, so I can go ahead and evaluate the limit. So I have one over, when H goes to zero, I have the square root of X plus one, and I have another square root of X plus one. And so I get one over, remember when you have exactly the same radical, the same insides and the same root, this is, they are each square roots and you have the same thing inside. So you have two of them. It's like Y plus Y is two Y. Two square roots of X plus one. That's the slope of the tangent line at any X for this function, F of X equals the square root of X plus one. That's my formula. So I'm going to apply that just to double check the formula. We already know that when x is 3, the slope is 1 fourth. So I'm going to try and I'm going to take this formula and in for x, I'm going to plug in 3. So in place of x, I plug in 3. And notice there's a 1 over 2 times the square root here. It's not just 1 over the square root of x plus 1. There's a factor of 2 in the denominator. So I have two square roots of four in the denominator. Square root of four is two, two times two is four. It works, this formula worked for three. Now, in order to check it for other values, we'd have to evaluate the slope at those other values. If you wanted to check it with your calculator, you could do that as well. You could sketch the graph, let me clear this out. Remember, the square root of x looks like the top half of a parabola, and it would start at 0, except it's got a horizontal shift because it's the square root of x plus 1. So negative 1 would make 0 in here, so it's a shift, negative 1, and then it looks like the top half of a sideways parabola. And when x is 3, the slope is a quarter. That makes sense, looking at that, that tangent line there. If you wanted to find other values, you could go to the calculator. If, if you already have the graph on the calculator, F5, remember, is where your math is. And then you could go down to tangent line, and you could say, let's find the tangent line at x equals 1, and the tangent line at x equals 0. And I would like you to consider looking at your calculator and finding the tangent line at x equals negative 1 and see what it tells you. Now, if you don't have your calculator, if you want to take a minute to do that on your calculator, that would be great. If you don't have your calculator, or you just want to look at it algebraically, the slope of the tangent line is defined by this function right here. Whatever x is, the slope of the tangent line can be found by plugging the x in here, adding 1, taking the square root, and multiplying by 2. That's all in the denominator. So if we want the slope of the tangent line at x equals negative 1, if you plug negative 1 in here for x, you're going to get negative 1 plus 1. You're going to get 0. You're going to get the square root of 0, which is still 0, and 0 times 2 is still 0. So at negative 1, the slope is going to be 1 over 0. Now what do we know about 1 over 0? Maybe we know that it's undefined. We're not supposed to divide by zero, right? It's supposed to be this thing that we're not allowed to do. Well, the reason why is because it's not defined. There's no answer to 
some number divided by zero. And so one over zero is undefined. Now in this case, you might notice the tangent lines, and you might want to use one of those computer applications also to see this. The tangent lines are getting steeper and steeper and steeper. We have something called a vertical tangent line. at x equals negative 1. It's becoming, the tangent lines are becoming more and more steep, and at negative 1, we have a vertical line. And so this is a case where we can finally start talking about where the tangent lines do strange things. Okay, this is a vertical tangent line. So if we took the limit as h goes to 0 of this difference quotient, that we call that a difference quotient when we find the limit of the tangent line this way. When you try to evaluate that limit at x equals negative 1, you're going to get undefined. The limit will not exist. So you might recall us saying, find the slope of the tangent line if it exists, or find the limit if it exists. This would be a case where the limit would not exist, but only at negative 1. At every other point on the curve, there is a slope to the tangent line. and you also don't have to worry about to the left of negative 1 because it's not in the domain of the function. But at negative 1, we have something called a vertical tangent line. And you can see that from the formula for the slope. 1 over 2 square roots of x plus 1. When x equals negative 1, you have 0 in the denominator. So the slope is undefined at that point.